Before we even get started with today's podcast episode, I want to give a huge shout out to Erica. Erica is a licensed cosmetologist of almost two decades. She specializes in haircutting services. She's also a Yanni Steam practitioner, a holistic soul coach, and the owner of Crown Body and Soul LLC, located in Columbia, Missouri. Crown Body and Soul is a metaphysical salon specializing in haircutting services and also offering a wide range of spa or personal services, spiritual services, hair care products, personal care products, and spiritual products. She also wants to show her gratitude for the opportunity to receive a shout out and mention that the content that I provide is helpful. So I definitely appreciate that. Thank you, Erica. Be sure to go ahead and check out her website. Uh, her website is www.crownbodyandsoul.com. Again, that's www.crownbodyandsoul.com. Thank you again, Erica. We're going to go ahead and get started with the podcast episode in just a moment. Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today what I'd like to talk about is balance in business or balance in business. <laughs> Either way, we're going to be talking about balance today. Um, balance is really, really essential. Um, you know, we're going to be going over why having a balanced business, family, and leisure life is completely essential. This is essential when you are trying or aiming to be the very best that you can be in all aspects. I talk a lot on this platform about not becoming tunnel visioned, not focusing strictly on one particular avenue and letting everything else go to the wayside. There have been many people that have gotten backed up on life because of doing just that. And so um, I want to make sure that we're all keeping a clear perspective and a balance as we're working toward our entrepreneurial goals. I do want to point out a few disclosures. Um, I am going to be recording uh, without my ear pods, so you may pick up on some additional sounds around the house. I do have my kids home. It is actually summer break, so with that comes, you know, kids at home full time. Um, and before that, I still did homeschool, so kids at home pretty much full time. Um, so bear with me there. And then also there's work being done outside. So if you hear that, I do apologize. Um, but I want to go ahead and dive into this topic. Also, I may be out of breath. I may sound out of breath. I am expecting. I've mentioned this on my YouTube channel. So if you're not on my YouTube channel, be sure to follow me there. That way you can see the updates and you, you know, you'll get more information as to how I'm doing personally over there as well. Um, and the YouTube channel is at Brittany Bundles. But um, like I say in every podcast episode, or at least I try to say, go ahead and share this episode with anyone that you feel it would be beneficial to share it with. Family, friends, associates, go ahead and share it. You can share it via social media. You can share it via um, email, text message. You can also turn on this podcast episode while you're in the car riding with a friend, family member, associate, coworker, um, so be sure to go ahead and get out this, uh, get out the word about this podcast. It not only helps the podcast grow, but it also helps other entrepreneurs that have been featured on the podcast. And um, 
It also gives other people an opportunity to learn about the podcast in case they'd like to be featured on it as well. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a moment to share the podcast and I'll be right back in just a moment. All right. All right. So I am back. And today we're talking about balance and why it's helpful, why it's essential, why it's necessary to have a balanced business, excuse me, family and leisure life. So the first point that I want to go over is that balance is helpful with organization and it helps to eliminate burnout. So being an entrepreneur, right, there's a lot of different things that I'm sure goes through your mind because there's a lot of different things that go through my mind. There's a lot of different things that go through my clients' minds as well. And although we're all different, there are a lot of similarities when it comes to entrepreneurship. And one being that a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we are constantly thinking and constantly committed to growing our business, constantly working on marketing, constantly working on different ways to upscale our business, right? To stay innovative, um, to make sure that we're staying current. And one thing that I have learned along the years of being an entrepreneur is to work with more precision and to work with more strategy. In the beginning of my entrepreneurial days, I remember looking at business and, you know, if someone had more orders than me that day, you know, or if someone was making more sales, I talk about this a lot um, on my YouTube channel, again, Brittany Bundles. And I also talk about it on this podcast too, in some other episodes, but I was in different Facebook groups when I first started selling hair. And I remember, you know, it was like a race, like who can get the most bundles sold per day, right? And um, I didn't factor into the gas that was, you know, going to be paid into or taken, in, that should have been taken into consideration, excuse me. Although I do want to say the gas prices then were nowhere near where they are now. Um, I didn't really factor into the quality of the order. Like I, I didn't look at how well the order was going to impact my business or if it wasn't. There were a lot of times that I took orders and actually took losses. And I was satisfied still because I was selling hair. You know, whether I took a loss or not, I still sold this many bundles. And my focus was really on selling, selling, selling. Nothing wrong with selling. But when you're selling and there's no really strategic plan behind it, and it's more so a race against other people that you really don't have a full understanding of where they're at in their business, it can be detrimental to your business. And it can also have you feeling burnt out. Because at the end of the day, I sold lots of bundles, but I still wasn't where I needed to be profit-wise because my goal then was to be able to not have to work. Again, like I say a lot, working is not the ultimate, like just, you know, end-all be-all for me. I'm not an entrepreneur that thinks that way. I'm someone that thinks, you know, that you should do whatever works best for you and your family. There are some jobs with great benefits and it would make sense for you to take them depending on the position that you're in. Some jobs that pay great. Some jobs that will help you build up different skill sets. Some jobs have great training that you can also convert into your business life. A lot of things that I've learned for my business, I've learned 
working with different companies. But I wanted to have the ability to choose. I didn't want, want work to have to be a necessity or something I had to do or I couldn't have the lifestyle that I wanted. I wanted it to be an option. And I also knew that job security wasn't necessarily secure. I remember working at a job, a call center, and I was the youngest one there. And I would see different people older than me nervous about the job downsizing or nervous about the job going on strike, nervous about the job ending. And, you know, I was, I was you know, a lot younger than a lot of the people I worked with. So I, I didn't really fully grasp their concern. You know, of course, I didn't want to have to find another job or, you know, my check to be taken away from me. But I didn't really understand why everyone was so stressed out. And when you put all of your eggs into one basket or when you rely solely on a job or solely on anything, there is a chance that when that falls through, you're going to be left in a position that's not the most favorable. Not only that, but I was in a position where I was missing a lot of my children's milestones because I would be at work and they would be at daycare. And I, I wanted to have the option to be a stay-at-home mom if I chose to. And so I worked towards that. But in order for me to do that, I had to become more strategic because the orders were there. I was making orders, I was selling hair, but for some reason I wasn't progressing. My business wasn't growing in the, in the way or the direction that I wanted it to grow in. My income didn't make sense when it came to all the work that I was doing. Now, let me say this. There are going to be parts and times with your business, everyone's different, where you're working and you don't, you may not feel like you're actually seeing the money that you should see. And sometimes I would say it's, it's normal, you know, normal, that phrase is discretionary and it's based on perception, right? But there, you know, some, some of those challenges happen. But for myself, I knew that I needed to slow down and actually find a more tailored strategic plan for not just selling, but for making sure that the sales made sense. So then I started looking at the distance that I was traveling. You know, does it make sense for me to drive 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour to deliver hair and not charge a delivery fee? The gas that I'm going to take to get there is the profit worth that? And, you know, would it be better if I set a more structured policy around how far I'm willing to travel, where I'm willing to meet up at? Um, you know, if there's going to be a delivery fee, if there's not. There was a lawn care business that used to cut my, my, my yard. And I remember him sending an, a letter to me explaining it was a very nice card um, but he was explaining in that card letter type of uh, mailing that he was no longer going to be able to cut my grass because I wasn't on the routes like he was changing his routes to better fit the business and I respected it but I thought about that analogy because there are some people that don't have too much structure when it comes to how they move with their business and so you know I, I just thought about you know, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, actually sitting down and thinking about where you're going to take up routes at, what you're going to, to charge if you do go outside of your route, 
how many people's yards you're going to commit to cut and different things like that, all are very conducive to a more efficient and productive way of doing business. And although it's a different industry, it's not the hair industry, those principles made sense. So no matter what industry you're in, it makes sense to not only have a goal of making orders or making sales. There are people that sell far more than I sell and have not been able to reach the milestone of being able to have the option to work or not. I mentor people that have a huge following. I mentor people that, like I said, make lots of sales, that's not the issue. But the issue is being able to be balanced enough to make sure that everything is making sense. And not just to be balanced and strategic enough to do that, but also to be organized. A lot of times when we're not organized, we're not looking at our business thoroughly. And so because we're not doing that, there are a lot of things that fall through the cracks. Missed opportunities sometimes, Sometimes the pricing is off. I don't know if you'd be amazed by this, but a lot of people misprice their products. And so I do consultations and I do different mentoring uh, sessions to try and help with that. Because like again, you can sell a lot and still be left in the negative or be left in the same position month after month and year after year where there's really no financial progression. Also, because of that, that can become frustrating and challenging. And that's something that can trigger burnout where you just feel like I'm done with this. I'm doing too much. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it anymore. And so we don't want anyone feeling like that either. When I say we, I'm talking about myself, people that I work with. We have talked about this and they have express how they feel compassion for people that feel like they're burnt out because they've been there. But the majority of entrepreneurs don't want to see another fail. And so being balanced, making sure that you're focused on your business, but that you have strategic plans so that you don't feel like you have to overwork yourself. Because I can tell you, I was working very, very hard, traveling, meeting up in different parking um, uh, parking lots at stores and salons and different different places and running back to my salon to be there at a certain time and then going home, getting more hair and then go a lot. And I wasn't being strategic and I didn't have a lot of boundaries or guidelines set with my business as far as when I was going to stop selling hair, like what was my cutoff time? How far was I willing to travel without charging any um, like traveler's fee? How late I was gonna have my shop open? Sometimes the shop was literally open until like 2 a.m. On top of having children, on top of having to get rest, on top of having to be right back up to let the salon, to open the salon again. Sometimes if a, one of my stylists will call and say, hey, I know the salon doesn't open until, what, 9 or 10. But I have someone that wants to come in at 7. Can you open it? And I would just say yes. I didn't really have any structure behind what I was doing. And I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not okay. I'm not saying that it's, it's wrong to bend the rules sometimes. I'm just saying that when you don't have structure placed in your life or a good balance, 
it causes you to always be busy. One thing that I look at when I'm working with different entrepreneurs and they're like, I'm constantly busy. As I ask for a breakdown, I ask them to walk me through what their day-to-day looks like with their business, right? Because I want to understand if they're being productive. I've mentioned this before. There is one thing to be busy, but there's another thing to be productive. And in order to be productive, you don't necessarily have to be overbooked and busy. I don't think a lot of people realize that. The second point that I want to touch on is focus on your goals, but don't forget to live life. So when I am focused just on my business and my business alone, it feels like life is passing me by, right? Because one of the reasons that I wanted to start my business was so that I could spend more time with my children. And there was a point where I had to look up and I said, you know, am I able to spend more time with my children because I'm putting so much work into this business. I don't have to work at this point, but because I'm working this business, I don't have time to, you know, take trips or to do certain things that I've planned on doing with my children. I'm doing the basic things, you know, we're going out to the park sometimes, we're going to get ice cream sometimes, we're having movie nights sometimes. But the point of me not working was for me to be able to do different things. I didn't want to have to put in vacation time. I didn't want to have to miss different milestones. And although I'm not at a job, I'm still focused on this business constantly. And so it kind of feels like life is passing you by. And so I had to restructure the way that I think. And I had to plan. And I had to be more strategic, like I mentioned before. So I had to streamline my business activities or streamline my business tasks. That's a better word. So I have a certain time, cutoff time, that I'm done working my business for the day. And I know some of you may be thinking, well, if you're in your starting, you know, if you're in the starting period, you have to work. You have. I'm not saying don't work. I'm a big advocate of working for what you want, working hard. But you have to work smart. You have to work smart. And you have to realize that the the business should not be the only focus. And sometimes we trick our mind into believing if we get this business up and running, everything else will work out great. This will solve this problem, which will solve that problem, which will solve this problem, which will fix this. And a lot of times that's just not true. It can help. It definitely can put you in a different position. I'm speaking from experience. But there's still other things that need your attention to make sure that everything in your life flows smoothly. So focus on your goals, work your business. I don't know who this is for, but I'm sure someone out there, this is resonating with you. And I've said, you know, some things similar to this before, but don't forget to live your life. Don't forget to take those moments to go someplace, to unwind, to take a vacation, to enjoy your children, enjoy your family, enjoy your spouse and set aside time so that everything works effortlessly. You have to put effort in, but everything works effortlessly and smoothly because of the planning and the strategies, the precision precision and the organization that you have implemented into all aspects of your life instead of focusing just on one area. The third point that I want to point out is be able to multitask and efficiently navigate daily life and business. So this can be a challenge to be able to navigate your daily life and also your business. You know, how can I juggle 
being a wife? How can I juggle doing that and also running a business? How can I juggle being a wife, running a business, taking care of children? Okay, how can I juggle being a wife, taking care of children, juggling a business, and also making sure that I am staying on top of different strategies um, for my self-development? How can I do all of that and also make sure that I'm still having time to devote to myself and to devote to God? You know, how can I do all of this? And for each and every one of us, it looks a little bit differently. But I can tell you that using this planner, and I went over the planner on uh, my YouTube channel, Brittany Bundles, uh, using the planner that I have has really helped me get a better grasp of doing that. But in order to be efficient in doing that, you have to learn how to multitask. I had to learn how to multitask, how to be able to have not just a one track mind, but be able to open your mind to different opportunities and not just opportunities, but different tasks and figuring out how you can best work those tasks and be in different places without letting anything go underway. It's kind of like, you know, you have someone that cleans up the house, right? And they're cleaning, they're washing dishes, they're doing laundry. And, you know, everything seems great. But for some reason, you know, every time you come home, the kitchen is, is spickly, it's, you know, spick and span, sparkly and everything. But everything else just, it's just dirty. Like the laundry hasn't been washed. Um, the bathrooms aren't clean. Refrigerator's empty. Uh, you know, if you have a pet, pet hasn't been groomed. Yard looks a mess. And so when you first come in, the kitchen's the first, first room and it looks good in the kitchen. But you're like, well, what about everything else? How can one person <laughs> clean the heck out of this kitchen? But everything else looks like it's gone away. And then you can have another person who, you know, you go in, the kitchen looks decent. The house looks decent. Laundry's done. Um, while the dishwasher's going, also the washing machine is going. And there's a few different things going on with the machines in the home to make sure that everything is, is working together for the common goal, which is having a clean house by the end of the day. You ask yourself, which one would you feel more comfortable going to? Me personally, I would go to the home that's clean. <laughs> I would go to the place that, you know, the washer's going, the dryer's going, the dishwasher's going, um, the vacuum may be going, but there's a lot of different things going they're multitasking all for the same goal. Similar concept when it comes to daily life and business. Once you are able to organize your life, everything else a lot, a lot of times kind of falls into place. And I know you may be thinking, well, I can't just not work my business. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't put time into your business. All I'm saying is that when you have a more structured plan, then you can definitely be more productive throughout the day. The fourth point that I like to talk about is grasping the concept of not living to work, but working to live. I recently heard this quote and, uh, you know, someone was speaking about their experiences in entrepreneurship and they were actually talking about what their father told them, that you're not living to work, but you're working to live. 
And that really stood out to me. I hear a lot of different phrases. I see a lot of different inspirational posts and quotes, but this stood out to me because how often do we get it backwards? So we feel like we're working to live instead of living to work. I don't want to have to devote my entire life to working a job or a business. I don't want to have to do it. I enjoy my business, don't get me wrong. I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy being able to use the skills that God gave me. But I don't want my entire life to be about work. However, I understand that if you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> so there's a aspect where, you know, you have to work in a sense in order to have money or someone has to work in order for you to be able to have money, right? And money is important because as far as I know, there's no housing that's completely free that no one has to pay for. Um, you know, everything costs. Food costs, gas costs, schools cost. Um, so that's something to, to really think about. Not necessarily living to work, not getting up every day with the idea of, okay, my day, my life is only about working. There have been some people, unfortunately, that have devoted their entire life to a company, entire life to working in general. And with the hopes of, okay, well, at this age, I'll be able to enjoy my days. And didn't make it to that point to be able to enjoy their days. And sometimes, you know, I sit back and wonder, you know, do they, did they have any regrets or would they have any regrets? Would they have done life differently if they knew that they were going to die at this certain age? And some of them would. Or if they were going to be disabled at this certain age. Or if a family member or friend was going to lose their lives at a certain age. Would you do things differently? Would you wish that you could have spent more time away from work and with your family? A lot of people would. So instead of letting that be you, you know, missing a lot of family gatherings, missing time with your children, missing time with your spouse, um, you know, missing time. And I'm not going to say that there's no sacrifice, right? Because there is a sense of sacrifice that comes with entrepreneurship as well. But it has to be balanced. It needs to be balanced. Because if you're working for your family, but you never get to see them, or if you're working for your family, but all this time is passing by, you have to decide what's your priority. And for everyone, it's different. You know, I'm not telling you that you're wrong or right for how you structure your life and how you decide to live your life. But I'm speaking from a personal standpoint when I express and share that balance has tremendously helped my business not just grow, but it's helped my life in every area. It's given me back time with my family. It's given me back those moments that I used to crave when I was younger and I was working, wanting to get to a position where I would have an option to have a nine to five if I wanted, but if not, it was okay. It also gives me time for leisure. If I wanna lounge around, I can. Now, I'm not just going to lounge around all day and, you know, take advantage of that. But sometimes it's good to have leisure time, just to have time to unwind, to think, to decompress, to, to, to spark up new ideas, to pray, to find out more about yourself, to learn, which are all very essential 
at being a great entrepreneur as well. The last point that I want to touch on is being strategic as to what you say yes to. All opportunities don't have to be taken if there are conflicts. This goes back to the beginning of the podcast when I mentioned how it would just jump up. You know, I was like, I got to sell the most bundles. No, I got to sell. And I was just focused on selling, but I wasn't really focused on making sure that my business was upscaling. I was focused on making money, but I wasn't focused on building wealth. I was focused on making sure I had money in my bank account, but I wasn't really focused on making sure that my credit was right. So there were a lot of things that was just, you know, I was I had the right idea, but I didn't have an overall view of what needed to happen for me to be able to be in position to buy and sell my first home before I was 35, you know, or for me to be in position to be able to relocate states if I wanted to, um, me to be in a position to open a salon, you know, when I did, it, it just gave me more flexibility to be able to live my life and go down my journey in the way that I wanted to when I started being more strategic and figuring out what I said yes to and realizing that not all opportunities have to be taken right now. Not all opportunities have to be taken. So when I got a sale or an order that would be an hour away, I could now look at it and say, okay, well, this isn't going to be very wise for my personal life, my leisure life, nor my business. It's gonna take a lot of gas, which is going to cut into my profit or it's gonna take more gas that I'm not being reimbursed for. Giving people the option, hey, would you wanna pay for gas? I still have to account for my time. So I have to look at it, you know, in that hour, could I have made more money by staying put at the salon? Could I have made more money by making a video on YouTube and posting it? And so I had to look at the benefits and kind of outweigh it and make a schedule based on that. And once I decided to not be so stuck on doing things a specific way or just not in a specific way, that's not what I'm looking for, but doing things just for a specific task or just for a specific like job or business and open my mind to different opportunities, different ways of making money, it began, began to be easier to make income, like to make money. It just became easier because not, you know, no longer am I just focused on I have to sell these bundles today in order to reach this goal. But now I can look toward YouTube. I have different affiliate links. Um, I work with different businesses, mentoring my ebook. So there's different things that can all contribute and work for me towards reaching this goal. And like I gave you the analogy of everything working, the dishwasher, the vacuum, the washer and dryer, all working for the same goal. The, the key is to have things and machines in place and systems in place and strategies in place that can work for you when you're not physically working. Because like a lot of people, we're busy, right? A lot of us are. And so I don't ever want to have to let something go because I'm one person. If the something that I'm letting go is essential and needs to be taken care of. So I'm going to make sure that I balance how much time I spend with my business, how much time I give myself for leisure, schedule different family events, and making sure that I'm staying organized so that everything gets the attention that's required. And ultimately, it makes me feel free. 
It makes me feel a lot better. Life isn't perfect, but it's so much more organized. Life isn't perfect, but it makes so much more financial sense now. Life isn't perfect, but I'm able to enjoy it with those that I wasn't able to before because of the freedom and flexibility that I have worked through, worked for through my business. So I really hope that this podcast episode resonated with someone out there. The bottom line is just balance, balance what you're doing. We know as people when we're spending too much time on something, but sometimes it's our ego that just doesn't allow us to let go and and do something different. Sometimes we're trying to prove a point to people who really don't care in the first place. Sometimes we're trying to show that we, our business is on top and we do all of that and it's really not in real life, but we don't care because we're just excited that it looks like it is. So you have to ask yourself and have some really serious conversations as to what's important to you. What are you actually doing this for? What else do you need to take care of? How can you still reach your goal without necessarily working 24-8? What strategies can you implement? What have you tried to implement? So those are the recommendations I'm going to leave you off with. If you would like to be a guest on the Brittany Bundles podcast, we'd love to have you. Please reach out to me via email. My email address is the letter B, talks. It's B-T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. I'm also on social media. I am on Instagram at Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on YouTube, Brittany Bundles, Facebook, Brittany Bundles. And did I say Twitter? I'm on Twitter, Brittany Bundles as well. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.